0: Good afternoon and welcome to worship on this Christ the King Sunday. This is the last Sunday of our church year and our church year ends with this day to honor and worship Jesus Christ as the King of our lives and as the King of um, the kingdom of God for whom we wait to return. We begin this day with the order for confession and forgiveness on page two in the worship bulletin. Blessed be the Holy Trinity, one God who calls us into an everlasting hope, who guides us to the springs of the water of life, who enlightens us with the spirit of wisdom. Amen. One with the communion of saints in all times and places, let us confess our sin against God and one another. We take a moment for silent reflection before we offer our confession. O God, our merciful Redeemer, we confess the ways we live only for ourselves. We fail to see you in our neighbor's face. We turn our ears from voices that cry out. We pass by the hungry and the oppressed. In your great mercy, forgive our sin and strengthen us for service to all in need. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, Amen. In the mercy of Almighty God, Jesus Christ was given to die for you, and for his sake, God forgives you all your sin. Blessed are you. Rejoice and be glad, beloved people of God. Amen. And we know it is Christ our King who forgives us and and we praise him for that grace that we know, and we praise him with the song, Crown Him With Many Crowns, on page three. We will sing verses one, three, and five. Verses one, three, and five of Crown Him With Many Crowns. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all and also with you. Let us join now in the responsive reading on page four. In autumn beauty, blue sky and golden land is clothed apple-gathering children, and nut-gathering squirrels alike prepare for winter. Harvest is a time of rejoicing in God's natural bounty. Harvest is a time to rejoice that we are part of God's ingathering. We praise God for all we have received. Seasons turn, but God's love is changeless. We praise God for all we have received. Maple leaves dancing, crisp breezes blowing, the good news stories of Jesus, the winds of the Spirit rushing through our lives. All these assure us of God's faithful presence. The Lord be with you and also with you. We pray together O God of power and might, your Son shows us the way of service, and in him we inherit the riches of your grace. Give us the wisdom to know what is right and the strength to serve the world you have made. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Our reading for the day comes to the letter that Paul wrote to the Ephesians. I have heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love toward all the saints. And for this reason, I do not cease to give thanks for you as I remember you in my prayers. I pray that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Holy Gospel according to Matthew, the 25th chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said to the disciples, When the Son of Man comes in his glory, and all the angels with him. Then he will sit on the throne of his glory. All the nations will be gathered before him, and he will separate people one from another, as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goat, Or rather, sheep from the goats. And he will put the sheep at his right hand, and the goats at the left. Then the king will say to those at his right hand, You did not do it to me. And these will go away into eternal punishment, but the righteous into eternal life. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. We celebrate the reign of Jesus Christ this day. And if we take a look at where we have come from through our church year, which started last November, we can see what kind of sovereign our Lord is. Usually the one who would be king is identified even before his birth. For earthly kings come from parents who are already royalty. But Jesus' birth was to be accomplished through a young woman, not rich or a queen but a willing servant who hoped in the words of the angel. In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a town in Galilee called Nazareth to a virgin engaged to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary. The angel said to her, do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And now you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you will name him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High, and the Lord God will give to him the throne of his ancestor David. He will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. Our king's life began in a stable, wrapped in torn pieces of cloth. It was a different birth, but Jesus was sent to be a different king from those who had earthly realms. The prophet Isaiah foretold it. For a child has been born for us, a son given to us. Authority rests upon his shoulders and he is named Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. No one ever said Jesus was going to be a ruler who would deal with economics or military power or seek to rule over other countries. His birth was to be the start of establishing a kingdom of peace and justice, of working to end poverty and hunger and homelessness, not through laws and funding, but through kindness and caring, by moving people to live out of love. Matthew writes about how it was that the world came to know about this different king. In the time of King Herod, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, asking, Where is the child who has been born king of the Jews? For we observed his star at its rising, and have come to pay him homage." Rulers of the earth may have illusions of grandeur and want to be king of the world, but in reality, they end up with a smaller portion and end up not being concerned with the things beyond the boundaries of their land unless it poses a threat to them. But the star over Bethlehem did not just shine down on that little town. Its brilliance could be seen in all the other countries surrounding Israel. King Jesus came not only for the people of Israel, not only for the people of the first century, but for all humanity, for all time. So indeed, we celebrate with the men of old and rejoice that the light of Christ shines for us. Jesus came not to distance himself from us like kings do with their subjects, But Jesus came to get his hands dirty, to have his hands bleed, to enter into the darkest depths of death for our sake is beyond what any king of this world would do for his followers. Hear now how Jesus answered the question about his kingship in the Gospel of John. Then Pilate entered the headquarters again, summoned Jesus and asked him, Instead of seated upon a throne of gold and velvet, this king will hang upon a tree. Instead of having a crown encrusted with diamonds and rubies placed upon his head by servants, he will have a crown of thorns thrust upon his head by soldiers. Instead of being honored by adoring crowds, he will be mocked by angry mobs. Instead of living a life of privilege, he will die a death of agony. To the world, it seemed as if this so-called king's reign was over that Friday afternoon. But on that Sunday morning, the beat of angels' wings, the earthquake, the rolling of the stone, the clatter of armor and the confused fleeing of frightened soldiers, the bright morning sun, the freshness of the air, the miracle of life. Easter dawn brought with it a victory, a victory over death. No king of flesh and blood could do battle with such an enemy and win. Only Christ the King, both fully human and fully divine, could have waged such a war with the forces that would keep us from knowing eternity with our God. In that dawn came the celebration of our king's triumphant return from the war, a rejoicing that we all get to share in and share in the prize of life forever. We rejoice that our ruler lives. After his rising, Jesus ascended to heaven to take his place of honor to become the Lord of heaven, enthroned in worlds above. But he wanted his followers to continue to live as he had taught them to live, to continue working on the building up of the kingdom of love and peace, justice and freedom, hope and grace. So he sent a helper, the Holy Spirit, that part of God that came to the band of first disciples, as tongues of fire, To give them power and strength and the same spirit comes to us for we have been entrusted with the kingdom here and now we are to be stewards of the mysteries of God's grace using the gifts of love and forgiveness of kindness and gentleness of goodness and patience and self-control to help others to reach out to those who are hurting and lost to work on building up instead of tearing down, to be able to show our neighbor the heart of our King, Jesus Christ, the ruler of our lives, the sovereign of our hearts, the monarch of our eternity. Though some would make their greatness felt and lorded over all, Jesus said the first must be the last and service be our call. O Christ, in workplace, church, and home, let none to power cling, for still through us you come to serve a different kind of king. Amen. And indeed, we have a different kind of king. And we pray that our king would lead us each and every day until that day we share in his kingdom of heaven. We sing now the hymn, Lead On, O King Eternal. It is on page 8. Living together in trust and hope, we confess our faith. I believe in God the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. Let us join our hearts together in the prayers. At the end of each prayer, I will end with, Lord, in your mercy, if you would please respond with the words in bold print. Hear our prayer. Welcoming God's reign of righteousness and mercy, let us pray with people of every time and place. Almighty God, your merciful rule encompasses all the world. Give bountiful pastures, safety, and health to herds, livestock, and all animals. May our care for all of your creation reflect your shepherding love for all that you have made. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We pray for international organizations that shine your light in places of strife. Lead relief and aid workers, leaders and volunteers to seek the lost and provide safety. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Find up the injured and strengthen the weak, abused or ill or mourning, especially all who we name before you now in our hearts. Give wisdom to counselors, doctors, nurses, and all in professions that provide healing. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Give us the hope to which you call us, our glorious inheritance with all your saints. Enrich our lives with the faith and vision of those saints who have died. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer receive these prayers and the hopes and concerns of our hearts O god as we entrust into your loving care all for whom we pray through jesus christ our lord amen lord remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray our father who art in heaven hallowed be thy name thy kingdom come thy will be done The grace of Christ release you, and the Holy Spirit be your guide and strength, now and forevermore. Amen. We end our Christ the King Sunday this day by singing the hymn, Jesus Shall Reign, a reminder that indeed our, our King is the ruler of our hearts and of our world and the kingdom yet to come. Our hymn is on page 12. We will sing verses 1 through 4. to God. And thank you for joining in this Christ the King worship this day. I hope that you can have a pleasant rest of this Sabbath day and a blessed week ahead.